This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Hi there, it's Julia Louis Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tig? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just I was just smiling at myself on video and I was I was just thinking, man, my teeth are so stained. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> Listen, this is a this is a fun this is a fun one today. Mm. I mean, even though we're covering a very serious Yes. It's a very serious story. It is a very serious story, but it's also it also sparks us to go down many ridiculous rabbit holes. Yeah. Would you say that? Not once. Not once did we... Veer <laughs> off? Not <laughs> once. No. Uh, we, we talk about 80s music that we like. Yeah, that's true. Cheryl apparently loves ACDC. I do love ACDC. Have you seen them live? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I have. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Did you love it? Loved it. Concerts get a little, it's too many people. Sweaty. We talk about Very, that. We, talk, we talk about sweat a lot. All we right. talk about sweat a lot. All right, shall we just get to it? Yep. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Tina. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl. Tig. You look ready for this episode. I have my glasses on today. (laughs) Why? Well, sometimes I have to read things and I can't really see it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yours look nicer than mine. I just buy buy them at the drugstore. Do you? Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, because you lose them. I lose them constantly. I have one in a drawer, one in my pocket, one in the car. I mean, I don't know how people don't lose them. I guess you wear the string around the thing. Yeah. Like somebody's old aunt. Sure. I'm open to being an old aunt. <laughs> I am an old aunt. <laughs> acting like... <laughs> I, I, I'm actually an old aunt, too. Are you? Yeah. Thank God, I didn't... I, you know, I never really thought about myself that way until just this moment. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, like maybe crazy... try looking in the mirror. <laughs> like the crazy old aunt. Oh, yeah, that is me. Um, shall we talk about Tina? Oh, heck yes. Okay. I would be anyway. You would be anyway? I would be talking about Tina anyway. I so know. So we might she's, as well. She's pretty amazing. Okay, th- yeah. Okay. today we're talking about Tina. Tina is a 2021 documentary directed by Dan Lindsay and TJ Martin that chronicles the life and career of legendary musician Tina Turner. From her impoverished childhood to her relationship with Ike Turner to her solo career, the film offers interviews with Tina and people close to her, as well as extensive archival footage. Tina premiered at the Berlin International Film Festival and is available to watch on available. <laughs> available. You know, I honestly thought I, in that I moment know. that maybe you pronounced that word like that. And then and I thought and is that available. can't be famously Flor- <laughs> Floridian. <laughs> I don't think one Floridian. Is anything <laughs> called famously Floridian? No, but... Oh my god. That's a good title. Welcome to your new spin-off. Thank you. Um okay, it it's available to watch on HBO where over a million viewers watched its premiere. Wow. So this is all about Tina Turner. Were you familiar with it before? Or had you seen it already or did you watch it just for No, our... I hadn't seen it. I had not seen it, but um but I had watched What's Love Got to Do with It. Remember that movie that came out? I do. Did you see it? I did not, no. But had you heard of this documentary? Yeah, people are talking about it. Yeah. My friends were talking about it, and everybody says it's good. Yeah. Had had you seen it already? I had not seen it. I had been planning on seeing it, and then when we were doing it for the show, I thought, well, this is perfect. I'll, I'll wait to watch it then. And so how was What's Love Got to Do With It? It's such a good film. So that was a film... Oh, I don't even know when it came out in the nineties, probably, and the uh, you know when it's her story and it it just just a great film. But um, but anyway, let's talk about Tina. Yeah, Tina. Yeah, Tina's Tina's the reason for the season. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Usually, people say that at Christmas time, but I like that we're saying well, it. Now. We're inching up on Christmas. That's right. It's um, almost May. Do you want to hear Tina talk? Always. Okay. Any more stupid questions? <laughs> well, let's just hear a quick clip from Tina, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Then I might call her directly on my phone here. Oh. Do you know Tina Turner? No, but I think I uh. know what her number is. <laughs> You're just going to guess 10 <laughs> random numbers. I wondered sometimes if anyone has approached you to do the story of your life, which is indeed fantastic. <laughs> Yes, but I don't want to play the part. I've done it. Who else could play the part of Tina Turner? We'll find someone. (laughs) (laughs) I just really don't want to play the part. You know what I mean? No, you don't know what I mean, because you'd have to know me to to know. It was just so unlike me in my life that I don't want to know about it. I mean... You mean it'd be too painful or too... uh... It wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't a good life. It was in some areas... But the goodness did not balance the bad. That's so sad. Yeah. It's really sad because that interview is in recent years, right? That w- when she's being asked about making that. I don't know. That's a good question. I think that 
it is really sad because I feel like she's been alive a lot longer. You know what I mean? Or maybe I'm, I don't know. Alive? What does I, that well, mean? I was thinking she's been like, alive lo- a lot longer than what? Well, I was thinking like the first half of her life. Mm. Um, it seems like, you know, that would be, of course, I don't know. Now that I'm talking, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm thinking <laughs> that up until like through her marriage with Ike, of course, that was terrible. And then she had Painful. rough times as a child. And But don't you know. let's not spill beans if that's where I see you're headed. Don't skip ahead to the end of the film. Is that what you're about Why, to do? Why, what happened? <laughs> well, let's, just, <laughs> let's just take it. Let's just take it easy. Well, okay, yeah. We, we okay. won't spill beans. But I, it just seemed like her life... Oh, I keep almost spilling beans. I know, don't. I want to say the good and the bad. No, no. Okay, okay. We're just on the, we're just, we're starting out at the bad because that's basically where this, where this film starts. Well, you just spilled the beans saying you're just starting out at the bad because that, that implies that it gets better. Okay. Uh, Let's stay focused. Look. So she's saying Uh that her life has been so painful. Yeah. And what we find out in this documentary is even her growing up, you know, her parents deserted her, Mm -hmm. left her. Yeah. And she really didn't, I don't think they had much. I mean, she said that her parents didn't even send money or anything. Yeah. It sounds like there was a lot of struggling. So that's had to be painful to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then she meets Ike Turner. Uh, when she was 17? Uh-huh. Wait, and, yeah, her mother left. Yeah, but didn't her father leave, too? Oh, my God, we really should take notes when we watch these films. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like... Yeah, her... Yeah, they both left. Okay. Why? 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 Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure everybody's had that impulse in their life at some point to leave their children to just think for one second oh my god i can't take it what if i just wait Cheryl, (laughs) are you really saying you've had an impulse to pack up and and dart uh i'm saying i've had days where it just felt like ah I'm just going to keep driving by the house and see where I land. (laughs) I really hope that your family doesn't listen to this. They have to know this about me. I'm sure they do. It can't be. It's no breaking news. That you you contemplate not coming home. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, so I understand the urge, but most people, it's just a fleeting thought. Yes, but both yeah. of her parents acted yeah. on it. Which is so horrible. And I mean, mm-hmm. and then so she she meets Ike Turner mm-hmm. and uh, she's very taken with him. She loves how talented he is. Yeah. And um, she asks him if she can get on stage with him and sing. And he wasn't... Uh... He wasn't completely open to it right away, Mm -mm. right? No. Putting her off a bit. Yeah. And then somehow it came around. Yeah. Why did it come around? Do you know? Uh, Remember, he was gone and she sang. (laughs) Oh, my God. We have really got to watch this. (laughs) 
I watched it. I just I like stopping you to get specifics. I don't, don't ask me for specifics. <laughs> well, that's the fun of it. Is oh to see God. if you have them because I don't have them. I watched it. Uh, let me be honest. There was a point where I did fall asleep, <gasps> and I woke myself up snoring, not because the movie <laughs> was boring. I love Tina exhausted. Turner, I, and I was exhausted. I was so tired. And Stephanie and I were doing that thing of like where she'd say, "Are you awake?" And I'd say, "Yeah," and then <laughs> I'd be out. Oh, Are you awake? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm awake. I found it impossible to go to sleep after I watched this because I just had all the music. Oh, that's a good job in the city. Uh-huh. I was going around and around in my head. Yeah. I close my eyes and mm-hmm. I'm like, can't get it out. Okay. Okay. We're skipping ahead. Anyway, so she meets. Okay. And finally he says, yes, come up and sing with us. Whatever event led to that. <laughs> She ended up on stage. If you're interested, watch the film. We don't know for sure if both parents left. We don't know exactly what what got her on stage with Ike, but um, it happened. But it happened, and he really liked her, and he had this big brother type of a relationship with her, and... Um, then it seemed to turn romantic yeah at some point it did yeah at some point it did right and she wasn't even named tina that's right her name was not tina i don't know what it was but it was not tina but (laughs) he named her he named her tina her name was anna may bullock anna may bullock but he thought that tina was more interesting than anna well, I caught that. he His favorite show was Sheena. Yeah. And he thought Tina. People, Sheena. I, I don't know. Maybe Tina sounded like Sheena. I guess so. I feel like I watched Sheena as a kid. <laughs> really, really fuzzy with a lot of specifics. I'm tired. Oh, all no. right. We'll get, you th- we'll get you through this. I mean, I'm happy to be a part of this episode. I'm just You've, a little clouded. You are burning the candle at both ends. I am. Which I never really understood because who's holding that candle? Well, somebody's holding it with their thumb and their Mm. first finger in the middle. And so the wick is being burned at both sides and it's getting closer to the disaster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he changed her name to Tina. Although Mm. Ike and Anna sounds good to me. But I, I won't. Or what about um, Sheena Turner? Yeah, why not just go with Sheena? If yeah, you like the name Sheena. Yeah. Okay, so he named her um, Tina Turner, mm-hmm. and uh, they fell in love. And mm-hmm. he had trust issues because he had written this in 1951, this song "Rocket 88," and then his sax player Jackie Brinston was credited for the song. Yeah. And so that was um, tough for him. It's it's tricky. And Rocket 88 was supposed to be, what, the first rock and roll recording? Yeah, they were saying that. Mm-hmm. 88's my favorite number. Had you ever heard of Rocket 88 until this documentary? No, no but 88 okay. is my favorite number. And I mentioned okay. that half asleep to Stephanie. And she said, yes, and you like rockets. And then we <laughs> continued watching the movie. You guys, you guys had a riveting conversation (laughs) during this. Um, Okay, and now this is difficult to 
to talk about because it's very it's a tragic story. Mm-hmm. The abuse that Tina Turner endured from Ike, mm-hmm. and it's um and it's so painful for her. But you know she talks about it and she just would talk about how he would abuse her all the time before a show after a show and it was really a time when people weren't talking about when she came forward with this yeah and she talked to people magazine right you're jumping ahead but oh, yes fine it's okay so she she was recording with ike and then phil specter mm-hmm. this is what i was gonna was trying to get to she was surrounded by some shifty shadies yeah uh-huh I know, but at the time, Phil Spector was like... Hadn't murdered anybody mm-hmm. that we know of. So it's also hard to talk about somebody who's really talented, and at the same time, they murdered somebody and went to jail. It's hard to, you know... It's yeah. like, whoa, Phil Spector. Yeah. But at the time, he was a big deal, and he said to her, I would like for you to come in and record a song. Mm-hmm. And leave... Ike at home. Yes. And then he paid Ike not to come into the studio. I want that job. Really? I'll pay you I'll pay you not to come close to work. Are you uh do you feel overworked? Do you just you like being home? No. And no, yet like you're working. not sure if you're ever gonna come home again. It's a confusing <laughs> <laughs> picture that every, you're every day is an emotional roller coaster for me. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
well, so she she records a song, River Deep, Mountain High. Mm-hmm. It was a flop in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And Tina and Ike moved to L.A. They have four sons. Two were from Ike's previous marriage. One Tina had with Ike's saxophonist. Whoa. And the fourth is Tina and I. Did they mention that in the movie? I don't recall that, but I see that in my notes. Yeah. Interesting. that seems like that would have been a conversation. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. seems like maybe it was after Ike or no. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. I don't know how I would deal with that if Stephanie was having children with my saxophonist. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. But listen, love wins out. But yeah. People say that, but a lot of times love does not win out. (laughs) I've seen it many times. People love to be like, love wins. Love wins. (laughs) It's like, not always. Well, you know, when it doesn't win Hmm. is when one person has a child with a saxophonist. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, if one person is an asshole Mm -hmm. and the other person is quite pleasant. Yeah then lo- there's a good chance that love is not going to win out. So both people have to be pleasant. <laughs> well, or I can mean, both can't... be terrible people? I think so. And then love will win? I, maybe. I think I think terrible people are attracted to good people. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because they, they need balance. Yeah. And, you know, it reminds me, actually, of um, I was reading about how alcoholics have successful relationships. Yeah. If they marry another alcoholic or they're in a relationship with another alcoholic. You mean a recovering alcoholic or just somebody who's like, look, this is what I do. Just booze hound or Ah. alcoholic. It's it's harder to maintain a relationship if you don't drink similar amounts. That is is interesting and I've never heard that before but it makes sense Mm -hmm. but it also could be a fact that could change you know in the next article I read just depends (laughs) on who wrote the article right where are you getting your news I don't know I read that years ago and I thought well that's interesting that kind of makes sense you know if you both want to booze it up right because then your expectations are the same but if you're with somebody who if you if you don't have a drinking issue and the other person does, and that's very difficult because yeah. you're you're needing them to do something that they can't do. Right, and they're probably needing you to booze it up. Yeah, they would like you to booze it up and lighten up, and yeah. So yeah, that's not going to work. Okay. Um, but if that person is recovering, then that works. Yeah, recovery is good. Recovery is really good. So then yeah. uh, I and Tina record Proud Mary, Rolling on the River. I have heard that one. I have heard that too. I mean, that was huge. Huge. And people were so excited to see Tina Turner dance on TV. Um, I'll take it anywhere. I'll take I mean, Tina Turner dancing on a podcast. That'd be a great <laughs> podcast. To just hear her dancing, just press record, and, and just hear the like the beads. Yeah, the beads jiggling, jiggling. Yeah, and her hair. The, her hair has to make some sort of swishing noise around. It, yeah, because it's so. The great thing about this documentary is when you watch her perform, because mm-hmm. she's she's just 
memorizing? Mesmerizing. Yes. (laughs) Probably doing both. And I love that she gets so sweaty. Oh, boy, does she get sweaty. I know. And it's part of her. But you know why she looks good sweaty? Uh Because uh, her body. Her body. I heard once years ago that she had her legs insured. Oh, I believe that. Okay. I mean, because imagine. You have to snap at me about (laughs) Tina's legs. Sheena Turner's legs. Well, they're part of her uh, package. Yeah. That sounds weird. Well, brand. Yeah, brand. Have you ever heard Tina and Ike do the Led Zeppelin song, Whole Lot of Love? Are you kidding me right now? No, I'm not. Is there really? Yes, there is. In fact, First maybe all- we can convince Thomas to drop Whole Lot of Love into this episode and blow everyone's minds. It is one I of the never- greatest covers you'll ever hear i love that song first of all okay you love it by led zeppelin i love it by led zeppelin and i cannot even imagine it hold on to your hat my damn and get a little tunage of whole lot of love Come on, how oh incredible. God. I love how that. How incredible. And this song just builds so oh magically. It's electrifying. Okay, I'm going to go listen to that one. Please this do. Yeah, so they so people loved Ike and Tina together. They love. loved them together. And uh, that what and people didn't know what was going on behind closed doors and and Tina was very um tortured in many ways, so much so that she she took a bottle of sleeping pills yeah. after he threw scalding hot coffee on her. And she was like, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she was like out of it, um, couldn't get on stage, right? Then right. she went to the hospital. They pumped her stomach. Yeah. And um, revived her. Mm-hmm. And then she was back with Ike. Yeah. I, um. <laughs> And then um, she met a woman named Valerie Bishop who was uh, who introduced her to Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And she started learning more about Buddhism and, and she started gaining confidence in herself. And Ike lost his influence over her. Mm-hmm. So it promised change. Buddhism promised change. But she didn't know how that change was going to come about. And she didn't know what to do but she just kept you know have you ever been into buddhism i can't say that i've been into it but you know i went to bhutan and uh i like the philosophy of buddhism Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. why have you no it, it i find it very interesting and intriguing i just um i've i've just never looked further into it yeah um yeah it's it's really yeah i forgot she was buddhist until i watch this documentary. I don't know that I ever knew she was. Are you a fan? Like, have you followed her career? Well, yes, I am a fan. And I just remember, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this about me, but I did work at a um, this big nightclub that only played 50s and 60s music. Oh, good for you. Is that recent? Was that 
Was that um This is when I was when I was like eight eighteen through twenty two or something. Wow. But we would sing we would do what we called show times and we would lip sync to all different songs and of course proud mary was one of them so you can just imagine me this is one of those jobs that people <laughs> like you you also working at universal studio or universal city walk is that where you worked no universal studies studies studio <laughs> what universal? is wrong with you <laughs> but you worked studio. at universal studios yes and then you also worked at a restaurant where you sang it was called studebakers <laughs> of course it was <laughs> What town was this? Orlando? This was in Tallahassee, and then I <laughs> moved to Orlando, and there was also a Studebaker's there, so I got to transfer. But these are the types of jobs that people who <laughs> want to get into, you know, entertainment, that want to get mm-hmm. into show business, that's what they do. And sometimes they get jobs at, like, the rock and roll cafe. What is that? Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they, they don't know how to get into the business. But it's so got to be close. Delivering, you know, cheese fries. <laughs> well, we you were... know, with Jimi Hendrix guitar behind you, <laughs> um, nailed to the wall. And so you're a little closer. You're a little closer. You're a little closer. Than and then you were. there's there's young Cheryl Hines uh, dancing around, taking orders and lip syncing to <laughs> Proud Mary. Okay, she's almost there. She's almost on curve. But she just hasn't quite moved to Los Angeles yet and gotten a job at Universal Studios. Mm-mm. Where, mm, where you'll be I taking was... tickets? What were you doing there? I, the, we, don't ask me why or who thought of this, but they had this tribute to um, Alfred Hitchcock and they recreated the shower scene from Psycho. Mm. So I played. Uh, <laughs> you're just, you're getting so close I to breaking Janet, into, to getting an agent. <laughs> I played Janet Lee. Uh, I had to wear a flesh-colored bodysuit and I had to stand in a shower Listen. while somebody stabbed me with a rubber knife. <laughs> Dreams do come true. If, if if I got a job like that, I would be so scared that I would become one of those people where they say it was supposed to be a rubber knife and then so they switched it with a real knife. I oh. would not trust that it was mm. going to be a rubber knife. Did you ever have those moments of thinking? No, I never thought that. Although it was weird because it was a a volunteer from the audience <laughs> who did the stabbing. <laughs> So there were times when they would really come at you, and it's like, yeah, yeah, get back. Uh huh. But I never worried about them switching the knife. I just feel like you hear about the haunted houses, and somebody's oh. got something, Ooh. or like some real psychopath jumps out. And well, those are terrifying. Have you ever been to like the horror nights? And they and they run after you down the street yeah, with a chainsaw. Exactly. How do you know that's not really a psychopath that showed up with a chainsaw? That's not fun to me. Oh, uh, I'm gonna pay <laughs> for this. Yeah, my friend peed in her pants because it, it's terrifying. Yeah, people are running after you, and then and they do. Yeah, like... I'm sorry. An adult friend of yours mm-hmm. you're, used used her pants. <laughs> she used her pants. <laughs> Your adult friend used her pants. How old was well, the, how old was this person? She was probably twenty seven. Uh-huh. Yeah, but she, you know, because we were laughing 
it's a bad combination to be laughing so hard and to be scared drunk. at the same time. Uh-huh. And maybe a little drunk. Sure. It's a tough combo. So things are going to happen. <laughs> Have you used your pants before? Um, I don't think so. Seems like you would remember. I'm just trying to remember because I do have a problem with laughing, but I don't think I've ever. Have you? <laughs> um, well, I mean, that was my go-to toilet as a child. I just used my pants. But, Did you? Um, oh, yeah. When, <laughs> I didn't have time to climb down from the tree I was in and go use the toilet. Oh, my God. You would just come home at the end of the day like, just hey, Just reeking so a what? urine. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to clean this mess? Um but uh, I, I'm not going to name any names, but I okay. know somebody, mm-hmm. and this is not this is not Stephanie. Okay. Um, but I, in case this person is listening, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell their story, but I'm not going to say their name. But this person <laughs> used their pants. Okay. Uh huh. But it was not one. It was number uh-huh. two. Okay. okay. And it was white pants. It was accidental. This is an adult. This is an adult human that has children. Okay. Okay. And she accidentally went number two in her white jeans. Okay, that is an accident. White pants. And then she took the Uh -uh. pants to the dry cleaners. Okay, at this point, you need to throw them away. Okay, but hear me out. Okay, yep. Told the dry cleaners... (laughs) (laughs) That she sat in poop. (laughs) But it just so happens that the poop was on the inside (laughs) of the pants. And she sat directly where (laughs) it would 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 come out. Mm. And did they get it out? I was laughing too hard when up. I heard the story that I, oh my um, God. I, uh, I don't know if they got the stain out, but, um, <laughs> how about the dry cleaners? They must hear some real, oh my gosh, some real big lies. Yeah. We should do a segment called go into the dry cleaners <laughs> and just ask them some hilarious or disgusting story or lie that they've heard. Oh, really? Is that right, ma'am? You sat exactly <laughs> on poop where poop comes out, but it's on the inside of your pants. Okay, ma'am. We'll get this cleaned up for you. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Listen, we've got a circle back. I'm. Oh, yes. Tina. I forgot. Tina. 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 She doesn't deserve this chat <laughs> no. that we're having. She doesn't deserve anything but goodness. Um, Starting now. Now. Okay? No okay. more. No more but goodness. Okay. Well, I can tell you something good that happens. Okay. Because she decided she wasn't going to take it anymore. Uh-huh. And she left Ike. This would be a good point in the this episode to insert twisted sisters we're not gonna take it we're not gonna take it you know those drums when the song first starts? yeah yeah exactly can you mimic what the drums sound like Mm-mm. okay i think you'll just mock me and i i um, have never mocked you you do you do nor it. have you ever mocked me <laughs> you do it. You do it. oh <laughs> i can't oh i can't remember it but okay, so she's so, yeah. all twisted sister about it. 
Yeah, she goes back to L.A. She goes into hiding, and she she talks about the her first um, day of freedom was the Fourth of July. Yes, that's cute and sweet. She ran across a freeway, yeah. running from Ike, when he passed out. She ran across a freeway, and a big eighteen wheeler almost nailed her. Yeah. But by the way, if you do watch What's Love Got to Do With It, Mm -hmm. this scene is in there and she walks up to a hotel. It's like a, I don't know what it was, a Ramada Inn. It was a Ramada Inn. She asks to see the the manager and she says, "Um, I I don't have any money. She had 36 cents on it. 36 cents. My name is Tina Turner. And if you let me stay here, I promise I will pay you. And when I was watching that movie in the movie theater, the whole movie, I'm trying not to cry because I'm like, just keep it together. And then that happened. And when she said, my name is Tina Turner and I have 36 cents, I started crying like, (laughs) 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 I don't know what happened to me. It was the loudest. (laughs) It was like this loud, uncontrollable. (laughs) Oh, and, oh my god! My friends Cheryl. were like, "Are you okay?" And I How just, many I friends could... were you? You were watching this with friends? Yeah, I had I went to the movie theater with like two people, and they were like, "What is wrong with you?" Oh, I thought you meant watching the documentary. No, no, in the in the oh, movie. Was like, oh, okay. With... I'm sorry, I wasn't listening no. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why should you? <laughs> Oh my God! Um, so you just started ugly crying. Oh, beyond, and I couldn't, and I could not pull it together. <laughs> what do you think hit you in that moment? You know, is there uh, something personal? No, I think I think because I was just so invested in her journey, and she had been through so much, and and she, you know, had to walk into this place, even though she was a superstar. Mm-hmm and say I have nothing mm-hmm. I was just you know but she'd rather do that than stay where she was right I mean it was just it it wasn't one of my finest moments plus it was very distracting it's not fair to the rest of the audience they're trying to watch a very good film and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and it might have sounded like you were laughing too oh because you sound it sounds well, maniacal. The, it sounds well. There were lots of s- sniffles involved uh, as well. Uh, it was. Did, clear did you get a hanky out and, and blow your horn? <laughs> your big red nose. Hanky. <laughs> it was a real wreck by the end of the film. What if you never pulled it together during that movie? And and that was just me for the rest. The of The rest. Life. Yeah, I told a story one time, live on stage, and it was emotional for me. And when I was doing the run through in front of the other performers before we performed on stage, I got choked up and I I walked out of the room and I sat in the hallway and just got emotional. And the director of the event came out and said, listen, if that happens to you on stage, just go with it. Just know that you're in a safe environment and allow yourself to cry. And I said, thank you. I mean, I know that, but I appreciate hearing that and I'll I'll be okay. And um, I could not stop thinking about what if I was telling my story and I started crying and I went with it 
and I just <laughs> never you sat down on I sick never reeled it in and just I cried. was just in fetal position crying <laughs> and I never returned to the story and they had to come out and and tap me and just say we need it's over. It, yeah we need we you to get off yeah and uh and then I just really really continued to cry to where the show was over the lights were going out people were leaving and, and you're uh, still there yeah Aww. Um, I had sort of the opposite thing happen at the Groundlings Theater where mm-hmm. um, I used to perform and we do sketch comedy and improv. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this sketch with this woman, this other girl, and we broke and we started broke laughing. Broke meaning, yeah, you started yeah, laughing. Yeah, we were, we were laughing. I mean, it was ridiculous. The whole sketch was ridiculous. She she was my neighbor and she was doing... Um, you know, doing drug experiments. Uh-huh. Um, so she had all kinds of drugs that the pharmaceutical companies paid her to take. But we started laughing, okay? Yeah. And um, and then the, and the audience laughed. Oh, you know this, Tig, because we've we've been through this. And then <laughs> and then the audience stopped laughing, and we were still laughing, couldn't yes. get it together. And then yeah. the audience started laughing again. And then it's just it's quiet except the two of us still laughing on stage everybody's moved on they're mm-hmm. like get these and they finally just blacked out the scene show so the next weekend we were supposed to perform the same show and this this one girl came backstage and she goes oh i came for the laughing sketch but you guys didn't have it (laughs) it's not a a laughing laughing sketch she goes i heard that there's a whole scene where you do nothing but laugh and then it just goes to blackout (laughs) that is the exact opposite mine mine was my crying story Um, okay, Tina. Okay, Tina. let's listen. We got to really. So Tina is very important. She she starts to make a comeback. She's hustling. What's love got to do with it? Okay. Comes she out. meets. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about what's love got to do with it for one second? Yeah. Can I talk about one moment in, in the film that's my favorite? Sure. What's love got to do with it was there was another band that recorded. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember their name, and They're they called... claim to have be to have been somewhat successful. They were called Bucks Fizz, and it was oh like, yes, yes, it was Bucks like, Fizz. It was when's like, that reunion? It was um, these four white kids, two uh, guys and two girls. Yeah, and um, they you want to hear what their version of it was? Yes, please. But it's fantastic because they are. White, <laughs> whiter <laughs> than white. <laughs> I think they actually recorded it. It's eighties white people, and they were at one point. They all had helmets on, like uh. Well, you'd like, have to wear a like helmet. Roller- Derby, derby helmets with their bangs pushed down, sticking out past the helmet. I just looked up a Bucks Fizz fan page on Instagram. Yeah, is there one? Uh, of course. Well, they were huge. <laughs> they have were they 651 really? followers on their fan page. Okay. 
Oh, you guys should look at Bucks Fizz because um, do they still are they still like turning it out? I like that I just said turning it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only actually Bucks Fizz. Thirty-eight years ago today, this was April fourth, two thousand nineteen. Bucks Fizz won the nineteen eighty-one Eurovision Song Contest. Happy anniversary! Um, and then so so Tina then recorded that song and made it her own and that was like huge. And then after that came, you know, I'm your private dancer. Dance, Dance up for money. She really oh, talks like she sings. I love don't you love hearing her talk? I love everything about Ugh. that woman. I love her. She's she is amazing. And her dream was to sell out her- Stadiums. Stadiums. Like the Rolling Stones. That's right. And um, and she never uh, did, unfortunately. <laughs> she was always a cabaret entertainer. Absolutely not true. And she did. Oh, she did. Okay. Um, she sold, you know, 20 million copies of uh, Private Dancer. And um, she toured around. And she had huge crowds. And then... Yeah. Okay, this is where uh-huh. Aiden and Brandy should turn off the vacuum cleaner. You have such a good memory. It's crazy. But I yes, just, Aiden and Brandy, yeah. shut them off. If you don't want to hear some beans being spilled <laughs> about, Tina, about Tina's life, she finally found true love. Yeah. With this sweet guy, Erwin Bach. And they uh, fell in love. He and picked they... her up at the airport, right? Um, yeah. He was supposed to just be her driver. Mm-hmm. And he did drive we're gonna, her. We're going to have to everybody. bleep that out. Oh, are you going to bed? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> she, they fell madly in love with each other. And he's in this documentary, too. And it's so cute to hear him talk about her. Yes. It, it, he seems to really adore and cherish her. And they got married after 27 years of being together. Yeah, why do you suppose that is? I don't know. That's interesting. It's really interesting because that was just a handful of years ago that they got married. Yeah. I don't know. It's very sweet. She's what, 81, 82 now? I don't know. Well, the, maybe, the afterlife? Maybe because he's 15 years younger, she wants to make sure mm. he, for he, legal reasons. She locks it down. Oh. Legal. Oh, I like see. Like money and like property, oh, I and like medical. If you're in the hospital and somebody says, "Who's your next of kin?" Oh, right. Yeah. Well, all of those reasons. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very sweet. Listen, tw- after 27 years together, I think it's gonna last. Uh huh. And they were very happy. So she did find happiness. She did, and that's what I yeah. was trying. Those are the beans I was trying to spill in the beginning. I know. Because it seems like. The first, I mean, more than half her life, there was some real misery and hard times. It's so hard. Yes. But then um, what's also a little heartbreaking about this film is hearing her talk about how she left Ike and started her own career. Mm-hmm. And still the the people, the interviewers, everybody wants her. To talk about to- Ike. And, like, asking her, what was your worst moment with him? Mm-hmm. And she's, 
you know, and she's like, I don't want to, it's not what I'm here to talk about. Right. Yeah, she, from what I saw, handled those moments really well. I mean, it's like I said, it's just so fun to watch her and listen to her. Mm-hmm. And then in 2007, I died. Cocaine overdose, I believe. Oh, was it? I think so. Yeah, he had a, um, he had a drug problem. Right. I was so glad to see in this film, because I didn't know, you know, because there was a moment when they, it looked like they were both doing drugs, but maybe it was just him. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, oh, oh in the rehear- in the recording studio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But doesn't seem like she was ever involved in drugs. Yeah, that it certainly didn't come up. So then they did a musical about her on Broadway. And she has this documentary. And this is her way of saying farewell to her fans. Mm-hmm. And um, off to Switzerland she goes. Yeah. And she just wants to hang out with her cute guy. Yeah, her property looks beautiful, and oh, I wouldn't does, mind. Does it being in? in yes, <laughs> I wouldn't mind being invited. I feel like Oprah always gets invited everywhere. You know, it was very beautiful there. It's yeah. very beautiful. But doesn't it seem like Oprah? Whenever yes, Oprah's wherever there's a beautiful place in the world, she's like, and here we are. <laughs> it's like, of course, of course, I'm she's here there. with Tina. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, Tina's walking the red carpet, and oh, there's Oprah. <laughs> well, look at that. Oprah was able to make it. <laughs> I, I would love to be that person. It's yeah, because Oprah started out as kind of trash TV host. People don't typically remember that, but she evolved to a more sophisticated, more like enlightened person. Yes, and super soul, Oprah. Yeah, super soul. But you know, if. Uh, What's his name? Who who is the mayor of Cincinnati? Oh, like Maury Povich. Yeah, you know, but it's not him. But like, what if Maury Povich was always um... <laughs> showing up at everyone's yeah. beautiful estate? <laughs> yeah. Hi, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Maury Povich is here. <laughs> no, the guy who has the talk show where people like um, yeah. slam chairs on heads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Jerry I, Springer. Yeah, yeah, if Jerry Springer or Maury Povich was uh, the ones that lasted through and, all time. And, yeah, now sitting down with royalty. But I just want to put it out there that I'm happy to. You're available. If, yeah, if Oprah can't make it to mm-hmm. events, you know, with the royal family, or mm-hmm. actually, she probably wouldn't be invited to the royal family right now because she no, not anymore. She spilled those beans. But just if there's anything where you need Oprah to appear mm-hmm. and she can't make it. You're the next best. I can. Okay. Tig, are you ready for some final thoughts? Yes. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not. Did you? I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not, but I but I loved it. Well, you got your tears out. Yeah, in, in the nineties. In the nineties. Yeah, I can't cry, I can't cry anymore. You're all that... cried out. Remember that eighties song? <laughs> Ma cried out oh, over right. you. Oh, that was a sad song. <laughs> Are you? Just a side question. Are you an eighties mm-hmm. music fan? I did like the eighties music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? I, I you didn't. Too good, too good for it. 
Uh, quit shaking your shoulders <laughs> with attitude when you asked me that. I was going to say I wasn't I wasn't fully into it yet. I got really into the British invasion that hmm. happened in the 60s, but I got into it in the 70s and it lasted into the 80s and then it took me a while to really start appreciating pop culture and pop music like madonna and i mean i hate to say michael jackson because this is part Why? of the bi- <laughs> <laughs> uh, madonna this i mean part of the bigger discussion <laughs> yes yeah i liked i say i liked madonna i like madonna but i liked uh i also liked van halen and acdc oh like i those, love all that, that was, stuff that was really fun yeah. Really yeah. Um, who were you attracted to? This is a ridiculous question. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. You too? Tur- <laughs> <laughs> you were too? What are, what are the odds that we were both attracted to Tina Turner? I know, but I feel like the last few episodes we've been attracted to the same person. And person. it's it's getting a little close for well, comfort, you know. Okay. I don't want to have well, to be the- Right. Establishing dominance and <laughs> What are you a German shepherd? Puffing my chest out and be like I'm with hey, excuse I me, I'm with first. Tina. Excuse me. Well, to be fair, there aren't that many characters in this film. Okay. And Tina Turner is very dynamic and beautiful. And her sweaty. body and sweaty. Yeah, come on. Do you like and sweaty? Her dance? I usually don't but, but with her, yeah, you can you can I work can with roll. it. I can okay. roll with it. You can roll on the river <laughs> of sweat. Do you like sweaty? Uh, no, no, not usually. But no. what about her sweat? It's awesome. Okay, <laughs> she can kind of do no wrong. I was gonna say I don't like sweat, but I think you know. Oh, if Let's say Stephanie was out exercising or something and mm-hmm. came home and she was sweating. I would think it was adorable, attractive, just like mm. oh, like she's, sexually attractive. Just like oh, cool. She's was working out and she's um, sweaty. Worked up a cute sweat. Yeah. So it I depends don't know. on who's sweating. Yeah, I don't want any old. I don't like stranger sweat. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who does. Is there anybody who would be if you if you encountered a stranger if I have my and choice? I would choose stranger sweat. I mean, when you go down the line, of course, you it would be your own sweat, then your partner, and yeah. then a friend. Like if if mm. you and I were in a public, like at a at a Tina Turner concert, yes. and it was hot out, and we were yeah. sweating, yeah, I would probably what's up. Dancing up a storm. Dancing up a storm as we do when yeah. we go out. I would likely <laughs> lean closer to you and your sweat yeah. than to mystery person on my left <laughs> who is also sweating. I would probably yeah. just go, you know what, I'm, I'm just, I feel a little safer in your sweat. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want I you that's... sweating on me just in general, you know. Okay. Note taken. Yeah. Well, listen, mm-hmm. I think that was... Uh, a really great documentary. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really well done too. It was it was really well appealing done. and But don't watch it before you go to sleep because you can't get the music out of your head. Or you can. You you can fall asleep during. 
<laughs> I, I'm the person that if I go to a movie, I need to go to the 11 a.m. <laughs> movie so I can be Are awake. Are you 80? I mean, 50. Not too far off, you know. You're on your way. Yeah, you're closer, though. <laughs> uh, by the way. Yeah. Our next doc will be Tickled, which you can watch free on Pluto TV. What is Pluto TV? Pluto to I can't say Pluto wow. TV. Wow. What is it? Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. Mm. No, but But I'll it's free Google. on there. Yes. Uh before we go, should we should we read some true fan mail? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You really had to think about it. Well, I zoned out. Laura V. asks, I do have a burning question to ask, though. There's all sorts of mention of Cheryl shaking her shoulders when she says certain things. (laughs) I'm just having a hard time visualizing it. Is she sort of shrugging them up and down or shaking them back and forth? If you could post a video somewhere of it, it would really help. What it is, what is this person? This is Laura V. Laura V. It's like if you shake your shoulder, you alternate shaking your shoulders up and down, kind of like a bobblehead. Your head bobbles left and right and your shoulders go up and down, right? (laughs) That's what you do. You know when somebody's like, yeah, and you think you're so... (laughs) Right, Cheryl? How would you describe it? I think you nailed it. Thank you. We love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. Please keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review, and we might just read your responses on the show. Cheryl. Yeah? Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.